The Albanese gaff over employment and the cash rate in some respects is why we end up the way we do. I think Adrian Orr today increases the cash rate yet again. He started doing that before just about anyone else in the world. And he was in that position because he and his mate Grant went nuts with the printer. We are today yet again paying the price for an astonishing amount of fiscal largesse. And yet, like Albanese, many of us, I suspect, couldn't name the cash rate. Many couldn't explain what the cash rate is about, what drives it, why we're talking about 50 points or 25 points, whether there's more to come, and if so, how much more, what our cash rate looks like compared to our trading partners. And I suppose you could argue, given we aren't looking to be the Prime Minister, Albanese's gaffe is the crime here, not our lack of knowledge. But the sad truth is, whether we're cognizant of the finer aspects of economic policy, we are the poor saps on the receiving end of it. There is the political aspect of it as well, of course. The government will tell you this is all Putin's fault. This is the war. Oil is the war. Most of the rest of it, though, isn't. And it's understanding that part that is so critical. Because when you understand that part, the non-tradable part, the part we engineered ourselves, it's at that point you realise we're being run by, if not buffoons, certainly ideologically dangerous people. We have the second highest non-tradable inflation in the world. America beats us, and their number out this morning is eye-watering. I'll give you that in just a couple of moments. It's cripplingly, cripplingly bad. And in part, it's been brought about by debt. For head of population, they've borrowed more during COVID than anyone. We're second. Countries, basically, that firehose their economies with printed money more than they needed are now paying the bill. Whether it's 25 or 50 points, in a way, doesn't matter. It's only going one way, and it's the wrong way. And as the March spending figures we gave you yesterday show, it's not like the Reserve Bank are trying to quell excessive growth. There is barely any growth. In fact, there might not be any growth at all. So with a backdrop of no growth, they're making life more expensive by upping your living costs. They are quelling inflation that's come not from growth, but from excessive borrowing. It is the worst of economic scenarios, and we are a particularly bad example of it compared to, say, Australia, who have inflation at what might well be now about half of ours. When everything you touch is getting more expensive because you got let down economically, I think that equation is probably worth spending a bit more time understanding, isn't it?